0: I'm so happy you did that.
1: Hello. You've given me a bit of a stigma around the word hello. I don't know how to say it normally now. Anyway, hello and welcome to our Stories Matter podcast. We are so
0: delighted that you're here with us. Yeah, we've done a podcast, Neil. This is exciting, and uh, it is the Stories Matter podcast. It's very exciting. What
1: What is the podcast? What are we talking about?
0: Well, I guess stories matter. We called it that because our stories do matter because when our stories fuse into god's great story of redemption and restoration of his his creation and uh, of our lives that then it gives hope it gives faith it gives permission for others also to enter into that kind of relationship with with god also and it's an encouragement and um so often we don't know the stories of what God is doing in and through the lives of folks around our churches. We hear glimpses. We maybe hear the odd testimony here. We use old school language. But stories really matter and they encourage and they build up and they challenge thinking. And and hopefully in the midst of it, particularly in, the, in, in our kind of Baptist tradition, we would actually begin to hear or discern what God's perhaps saying through listening to one another and so we want to create a podcast not just because everyone else is doing podcasts <laughs> but to use it as a platform for folk to share their stories of what God is doing through ordinary folk in and around our Scottish churches um, and this first sort of series or run we don't know where it will go we don't know if anyone will listen we hope folk <laughs> might but we really wanted to give a platform particularly to folks that are kind of aged in that kind of 18 to mid-20s kind of window what are some of the younger generation within our churches? Because for some folks, that's news that we actually have a younger generation around our churches. And for others, maybe they are just a bit bemused with what that generation might be thinking. So we want to give a space for some of these folks to come on and just share their experience. And who knows, we might learn something together. But it's just a pleasure to come and have a chat and listen to some lovely people share some incredibly significant stories.
1: Absolutely. So we believe that the stories matter. And so we want to hear what matters to those guys. And so the way we're going to do that is we're going to ask five questions. We're going to ask about a song that matters. We're going to ask about a movie or a book that matters. We're going to ask about an experience that matters that has transformed them. And we're going to ask about a scripture that matters and a person that matters as well.
0: Yeah, it's a bit Desert Island Discs. We're not hiding that. And big shout out to Desert Island Discs. For the old people listening to this. so that's what we're going after. And, 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 and it's amazing. We've got some great young folk coming on um, on this one. And we might have some great, slightly older folk coming on in future episodes as well. But the best section, we recognise that this podcast gives people the privilege to actually maybe just share something that might be on their heart. And so we have the Raiders of the Lost Ark section, <laughs> which is where basically we say we allow folk to step up in a soapbox and say, what is the thing that you would love folk to hear? And that could be a flippant silly thing. Um to why does a cheese grater have four sides when you only need one side in a cheese grater? That would be a That's minor a flippant point. one that I might use. Sure. Or it could be up to the level of a Greta Thunberg and going on an absolute wholehearted life transforming rant about the the, the need for governmental change and societal change with regards to environmental crisis. So we give people an open platform just to speak into what they feel the, the Lord might be saying. And these are brilliant. Some of the answers are just so challenging and thought provoking and sometimes a bit of fun as well.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And today we're joined by Sam, Sam Ray, who is studying at Napier University. He's studying music there and um, I'll not say much more, because I guess he will introduce himself and tell us a little bit about himself. So.
0: so on with the show.
1: Hi,
2: Sam. Welcome. Thanks for joining us. Hi, Neil. Hi, Ali. It's good to be here.
1: Yeah, it's great. <laughs> um, tell me what you're drinking just now.
2: I am drinking uh, a Marks & Spencer's Soothe. Green tea bag.
1: Oh, that's bougie! Wow,
2: it's so bougie.
1: <laughs> I actually love that. Um, and where are you just now? What are you doing?
2: Um, currently I am back home in Air, um, where I have started university back at the University of, uh, Napier, Edinburgh. Yeah. So, long distance learning and all of that fun stuffs.
1: <laughs> of course, of course.
2: How's uni going? Yeah, I'm really enjoying it so far. Uh, my modules now are looking better than they did last year. I had Western Art Music History last year. Wait, which...
1: Western Art Music History? That's a lot of words. It's a
2: lot of words. I just called it Wham. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, it was really a delight. It was just like looking at all these periods of music that I hadn't really looked at before. This is actually quite fun. I had to write an essay on Haydn, who was a composer. Um, But in my last paragraph, I talked about the 2016 movie or 2015 movie, Deadpool. What a movie? Essentially, I, I needed to fill my word count. And <laughs> and uh, how I got there was a stroke of genius. Essentially, my question was on Haydn had an idiosyncratic, I think that's the word, writing technique. Explain. So I wrote about how like he innovated in loads of ways. And I found this musicologist who said, oh... Hayden essentially like planted jokes throughout his his writing and then I brought up like one such joke which essentially like halfway through a piece of music he just like stopped randomly did four loud bangs and then just continued as if nothing had happened and this like musicologist guy was essentially saying oh well essentially what he's doing here is he's like breaking the fourth wall a little bit he's essentially like tapping on his like his like the people who are listening like shoulders and like hey are you still with me here like I know we're quite far there's music like are you still listening um like wake up come on let's keep going and and then I tied and I tied that essentially said like oh well Haydn was all about like innovating and obviously like breaking the fourth wall was very uncommon and everyone thought that was weird at the time but now we have like a whole genre of film which is like meta humor and in specific like uh like the film Deadpool and um got to write about that the person who was marking my essay failed me on it, uh, <laughs> you, didn't, you, didn't like it. <laughs> you said that it was like inappropriate and i was like okay um but my but like the other half of my like my stuff like brought my mark up so i passed the overall module but i did fail that essay
0: oh uh, sam i was hooked all the way through going this is so much more informative than I thought this podcast was going to be. I've learned things. I've learned that as a musicologist. I've heard about Haydn and his cheeky uh, humour, breaking the fourth wall. I was hooked. I was just going, this is so highbrow, cultured. This is amazing. (laughs) And uh, then you had to ruin my illusions with just your failure. But then overall success. So congratulations on getting what I'm sure is a mediocre pass, and that is, after all, half the battle at university.
2: That is, I, 50% overall, overall pass. So that was perfectly okay.
0: <laughs> Absolutely.
1: D for a degree. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Um, and we met um, last year doing, I think, called training hub. Yeah. Like, how did you end up at uni? What was the thing you did beforehand? Like, do you want to chat a wee bit about that as well?
2: Yeah. So I'm studying music now um, at university, but um, that was like never really ever the plan. Um, in fact... I was supposed to be going to study biomedical engineering at the University of Strathclyde. No
1: which way. I don't know if you know
2: that Neil. Yeah.
1: Oh, oh that would have been fun.
2: And it would have been fun. Got to the summer before I was supposed to be going off to do that. And um, yeah, just felt like it wasn't really the right thing. Um, felt like God was asking me to do something different. Um, so and I'll talk a bit about that later. So I don't want to like... Jump into that too. Well, absolutely know, no spoilers. There's no there, spoilers, no. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, uh, I ended up going over to Central Church for a year um, to intern looking uh, and sort of learning a bit around sort of like worship leading and all of all of that kind of stuff inside of church. And which, like to do with that, I was also um, meeting you and Ali at uh, Training Hub, which was awesome. Um, well, off the back of music
1: then, shall we start with our first question? So, we want to hear about a song that matters to you.
2: Yeah, uh-huh. I'm just immediately going to do the wrong thing and talk about an artist that matters to me. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, his name is Jonathan Ogden. Um, he kind of does like very like, light jazz inspired, um, sort of indie, um, very like laid back um not like super massive uh, like instrumentation i really love his lyrics for a start i just think there's so much in them there's so much to unpack um he does he does love jesus so like all of his songs um are like about that but one of his most recent albums is called 24 which is a mostly like instrumental album um and it's like 24 so it's it's one it's one album and there's 24 tracks on it and it's one um track for every hour of the day going all the way through um and i like super recommend i think it's like an hour long to listen to um but if you listen to it from like start to finish just the way in which the like the vibe and the sound and even just like the instruments they're being used so there's like like in the morning there's like samples and like we small recordings of like alarm clocks like playing like at seven o'clock um, 7 o'clock is if and... I get up at 7 that's cute yeah <laughs> um, <laughs> and, and then like in the evening it's like it gets certainly more I think there's like like 10 o'clock is, is more like a like an EDM like dance track and then the evening it's, like kind of like slows down again um, but it's just really cool I just love how like in a lot of his stuff there's this really good combination and like marriage between really great like themes like like met and amplified by like really deep lyrics but also like in in his the way in which he uses like sounds and um like instrumentation to like hold up these themes i just think it's
0: really cool he's also i've just, I've just been checking him out online there his merch is all great
2: <laughs> i haven't got any of his merch so if you want to get me some ali on go <laughs> yeah
0: no his slow down t-shirt is awesome he's got a cool logo for it it's excellent yeah <laughs> yeah, I like a Like I said to that, I'm gonna have a wee look, listen to him.
1: I love tracks that you can sit and work with in the background, but like it's still good. So that sounds perfect.
0: Yeah, yeah. He's
2: also part of a band that actually, literally, just last week have taken like a pause because they felt like they're all being called like by God into different things. Which again, like even the fact that they're bringing some of that language in is so cool that they're just so open um to like listening into God. But um uh what was i was about to say oh yeah but their, their their band did a uh an album called rest and again it's just like more instrumental music so 24 and rest chuck them together on a playlist for some background um study reading music uh and you'll be set to go
1: oh that sounds dreamy i'm excited for that um do you have a movie or a book that matters to you as well
2: um, yeah, I'm about to do an opposite thing again and talk about a TV programme. I'm sorry. <laughs> so I'm actually going to talk about... This is, again, it's a little bit niche. Have you heard of Richard Osman's House of Games? Yes. <laughs> you Have you heard about it? Okay, great. Yeah. At least one of you know about it and we can engage in some kind of conversation. It wasn't just me to explain. It's just like a, it's just like a very smart games show, um, but it's like one of the only TV programmes that everyone in my family like we'll watch Uh, and it's on like every night at like I think it's like half six or something and we all kind of like sit down and watch it and like take part and my dad gets we've been joking because my dad gets very um extroverted when it when it comes out this whole different version of my dad comes out it's just like way more extroverted and well, uh well my brother and my mum and I just like laugh at him um it's quite good fun (laughs) um but yeah I think that's that's really good fun especially like you know being back at home and it's something that
0: um we all do as a family it's really funny you said that because the minute you said it, i mean mum and dad love that that's what they talk about they get the re the re retirement tree things that they put in their knees for their dinner and they sit and they watch it with a re dinner <laughs> on their lap yeah <laughs> and uh i'm like is it is is it that family what is it about that kind of family vibe that you chose that because it's, it's interesting because it's, it's the experience you're talking about there it's not necessarily what happens within it but the experience of family is that oh yeah a... i
2: mean i mean like half the time i do not know who any of the people
0: who are on this program are like
2: pretty much but by the end of the week you know who they are
0: cool man right this is all about your stories we want to, we want to hear a wee bit about your life and all that kind of stuff and um you talked about experience with family but what, what we're also hoping was is a defining experience from your life that really matters to you what is something that has occurred either in childhood at the super young age or teenage years or into recently even that has just made a huge impact in forming who you are and how you are um in this life
2: yes i suppose like the the one when i saw this written down the first thing that jumped out to me was um actually the last time that i was at this event called soul survivor um for those that like don't know what that is um imagine a kind of like three four day festival where a bunch of people who follow and love Jesus like come together and you know we have great teaching that's like accessible um, and also like large sets of um, worship which just means like singing to God and um, and like meeting with him um, and in between like those sessions and um, loads of time for games and like football and it's just a, an all-round good time but um, before I went off to university went to survivor and it was like four weeks before university was due to start and i was there and kind of like over the last six months or so i had like been wrestling with the fact that i was about to go to university but actually in the back of my mind always kind of knew like i kind of felt like i like god was asking me to do something involved with church but i didn't really necessarily see myself as like wanting to go and like study theology at age 18 and and like go and do that um, so I felt a bit like confused as to what I was doing, but I knew that that was something along those lines was what I wanted to do. Um, but I also knew that I loved music, but the idea of doing anything to do with music in church just seemed really far-fetched and seemed for only a very specific group of people. So I was like, that's not going to be me at all. Like, like that's just not me. Um, and yeah, I went to Soul Survivor and it was like, I think it was like night one or night two. um, and this guy was um, talking in the evening and he had this kayak up on the stage with them, which I remember so clearly. He has this kayak <laughs> up on the stage and he's talking about the story in the Bible where um, Jesus is like on the water and Peter is standing inside of the boat. And Jesus essentially calls it, calls out to Peter, like, why don't you step out of the boat and come and be with me? And this guy who was speaking at Soul Survivor was chatting his way through it and I don't really remember how it ended because all I could think about was, oh my days, this is 100%, this is 100% me. <laughs> but essentially what he was saying was, what are the securities that you're leaning into where actually this isn't where I am right now? Like, I am your source of security and where you, where where am I calling you to be? Like, And uh, uh, I've just realised I'm using my hands a lot to talk, which I think is make a lot of sense. <laughs> um, but yeah, so... I just felt like oh man this is totally me but I've got like a university like place lined up like I had my accommodation booked I had my university loan like all set up like everything was ready to go and um this guy named Mike Pilavachi is up the front and he essentially comes up the front and says this was really great um and I actually feel like God is saying to me that there is someone here who this is really for and and essentially just explained my situation and I was like okay god if this is supposed to be for me like make him say it again because I'm not coming to like I'm not like I'm not like saying yes to this when I've got all this stuff set up um even though I really did know it was for me <laughs> and um to which A few people then like came forward and Mike sort of said like, hey, it'd be really great if people could pray for these people. So they went and got prayed for. Um, But then he like looked up and said, I think there's still someone here who this is really for. And at this point, it's probably quite important to note that I should have said earlier, but our youth group, like the people that I had went to social over with, um, we were all very keen. So we were like pretty near the front. Um, I was probably about five or so metres, 10 or so metres like from... Um, from, like, where Mike was standing at this point. And he just, like, looks over at me and then points. And he just literally just points at me and says, I think that's you over there. And then I, like, look left and right and everyone's staring at me. So I was like, oh, gosh. (laughs) Um, so So then I got up and got prayed for. And essentially, I just, yeah, I really felt God say a bit around asking me to be involved in some worship stuffs. And I didn't really know what that meant or what that looked like. But I was like, okay, Jesus, like... Um, I'm just going to trust you in this and trust that you're going to make a way through this and a bunch of people just came over to me across that week and um, people who I didn't know like this one person came over to me and was like "Hey, like I don't really know who you are but I feel like God really wants to speak to you about a heart of worship and just really wants to like place that in you and then this other person came over to me like, a, like the night after and said that and like hey I haven't met you before but um, the Lord wants to remind you that that he will be with you always and that You can't see what's about to come in front of you, but he is a lamp to your feet. Um, And there's a bunch of stuff like that. Um, But then, so the week ended, and I was like, gosh, okay, like what's about to happen next? Um, And then I bumped into Hannah Lockhart, who is. uh, Shout out. Yeah, yeah, shout out. um, Who works at Central Church. And uh, I knew her from before from a few things. So we got chatting away. And she sort of asked, like, how's your week been? And I was like, oh, it's been good. But like, this stuff has been happening. I don't, and I sort of explained some of it. I, was like, I don't know really what, don't really know what to do. To which she sort of said, like, oh, we take interns for sort of worship stuff over at our church. Maybe you'd want to like have a look at it. Um, and then just kind of get plugged in from there. And yeah, that that's, I would say that that is massively shaped. That, as I sort of look, look back now, there are like traces of like i don't know how i didn't see that that was something that i was really made to do Um i was always really afraid to have anything to do with worship leading because i didn't really like the idea of being on a stage and in front of people it seemed very obvious like i didn't not obvious um opposite to like what i wanted to be doing really um but i really enjoyed music um so yeah and i'm loving what i'm getting to do now i
1: love that you look back and see so much of the fingerprints of god and all of that that's amazing um, you've spoken a lot about how like God was in that or like guided you or um even spoke to you in various ways and through various different people and I guess um one of the ways that we that we believe God speaks to us is through um scripture, through his word. That maybe nicely moves us on to our next um our next question. For you, is there a scripture that particularly matters to you and why why does it matter to you as well? Yeah,
2: um I think as I was sort of thinking about this and it's it's definitely one that I've just, like, kept coming back to. Like, a few years ago, um, at my baptism, which a baptism is just where you sort of say in front of people, like, hey, I want to follow Jesus, and then um, you get dunked in some water, which kind of, like, symbolises, um, like, like the, like, death of your old way of living and, like, coming to new life, like, with Jesus. Essentially just, like, mimicking what Jesus did on the cross. Pretty much on, like, every single card I was given, a verse that was on pretty much all of them was... Proverbs 3 5 through 8 and um, which is trust in the Lord and do not lean on your own understanding but in all your ways acknowledge him and he will make straight your paths and the time I went oh that's lovely I don't need to do that like like I, I I'm actually quite good with my understanding I like to think that like Jesus you're in my understanding of all things all the time so like I'm like fine um, and definitely the older I get the more I realize like oh yeah like all these times where I'd really love to like have an understanding of what's going on, um, especially recently, you know, um, but actually just even when it doesn't really make sense to just trust God in it, um, and yeah, that is like had to be something that I've came back to and has meant different things at different times.
0: That's brilliant, Sam. Love it. So you've you've mentioned along your story here about. Different people, whether that's the the boy, uh, Jonathan Orkin, and the music stuff at the start. You've cited people along the way. And, you know, we, we don't live individual lives. We live lives in relationship and community with lots of folk. But what we always want to do in, the, in this podcast is give folk a chance just to give a shout out to someone who's really helped you in your life and why that person matters to you. Um, So, is there a special person in your life? And I don't mean it in that sort of (laughs) boyfriend-girlfriend kind of way, but is there a special person in your life and why is that?
2: Um, So, yeah, I think there's 100%. I'm going to call it the shout-out. But I think there's 100%, especially, like, in coming back home. Because when I was over in Edinburgh um, for the last, like, year and a half, um, like, totally has been a place of, like, massive growth and um, and like learning so much and really really like engaging with like god and also like being quite intentional about like actually jesus i want to follow you inside of this so sort of spiritual growth like growing inside of that side of things as well and loads of people have helped me in that way um but actually like someone who um like put in a lot of hard yards in my life before before I was ready to be intentional about it was like my my youth pastor, and uh, his name is S- his Skultz. And...
0: boy, big shit
2: I know. Yeah, you know,
0: you know. What a legend he Schultz-y. is. Skultz is a great guy.
2: Um but yeah, just when I think about um who I am today, I'd definitely be able to trace back um like countless, countless times where Scopes gave me advice and sort of um, prepared the soil almost for like what God was going to do now. Um, A huge amount of the way in which I think and understanding and trusting God was so modelled
0: by Scopes. I know his heart has always been to help young folk find a real and living faith in Jesus and to make sense of that in a real way in their life and and to do that. So, you know, I, I just. We can't have enough people like that in our churches that are just looking out for young folks. So a big massive thank you to Schults. Uh from all of us, I guess, and for folks like Scotts is just they're just so important these yeah. sort of folks.
2: And I feel just to jump on that very quickly, Ali, to, to then because like Scotts was like like technically my youth pastor, but also like Christina and uh, like Carol um and a guy named Dan Martin who are all in part of a um, sort of joint youth venture excitement mess <laughs> over at Ayrshire um, that, that, yeah, that although they weren't technically anything to do with me and the church I was at, like also played a massive role in me becoming who I am like today and in my growth and modelling Jesus for sure.
0: That is beautiful. Well, great. What a great example of folks. Thanks for sharing that,
1: Sam. So we've had five things that matter to you, and um, we've loved hearing a little bit of your story through those five things. But we also want to hear something that just gets you riled up, and we've called this section Raiders of the Lost Earth. (laughs) I am so (laughs) pleased
0: with. I'm so pleased. (laughs) We're so excited when we came up with this so it's kind of like about what irks you and so you can totally grate a thunbergerous on environmental issues to anything in life but what is something that just irks you and you can be a serious or you can go down a more flippant thing it doesn't matter it's up to you but it's something that irks you because what matters to you matters and we want to hear it
2: i suppose it is oh how would we want to describe it inauthentic worship inside of our churches so where um it's like off the top of my mind running to like um i think it's a verse in micah but i'm saying i have to like double check that <laughs> where it's like don't serenade me and all of your noises um and all your loudness um what i want to see is justice roll like a mighty river is the samri paraphrase version yeah
0: he must fight for it. Oh, yeah, let yeah. let justice roll on like a river and righteousness like an unfailing stream. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: It was very upsetting that I didn't know all that off the top of my head. <laughs> so I guess it's just, you know, where I think what I can see in myself and what I can, you know, see around us is where our love for Jesus is only in certain times in very extravagant ways. But actually the way we live the rest of our lives doesn't, doesn't 100% um, match to that. Um, I'm reading Jeremy Riddle's new book called The Reset, which uh, I guess as I'm reading, I'm sort of just going, "Oh my days, yes," and also sort of realizing, "Oh man, I need to change here, here, here," and <laughs> which is okay. Uh, it's all good. I just yeah, I just like love it when um, when people are authentically like loving Jesus and like trusting in Him and knowing Him to to guide us um, and and then seeing like the overflow of that and the way it changes all the things that we do
0: I'd love to just ask you what that looks like because I think that's a really powerful thing to say like in authentic worship it gets to you I don't want to put words in your mouth at all here so please stop me if that's it is that kind of like we're all kind of singing the words but there's a kind of apathy within that singing sometimes it could feel like I know you then talk about then not having the authentic worshipful life which is all of life is worship and all that kind of stuff. That integrity is missing as well. And I know worship's bigger than singing, right? I do. I do know that. Because I know the other side of that is some folk can sing it with what seems like their whole heart, but then their life seems to be a miles away from it. Just talk us through and get a wee bit longer just to flesh that out for us.
2: Uh, yeah, I think it's it's like it's like both and. We sing most authentically when our entire lives are pointed towards Jesus. I think as well, and I find this in myself, but it's really easy to make a role model of like a really good like worship sound. Like I've heard the phrase like worship entertainment used quite a lot, which um, I think probably like nails it quite well and that's not to say that like i have it 100 percent sorted like let it be known that is just not true <laughs> because i think you know like if we as christians were really like engaging with god in the way in which we see in his bible that he's like given to us um to then move away from like apathy like as you say, um not just apathy like in our singing um because obviously like not having apathy in our singing, being like real and authentic in our singing is important. But actually like if we were being real with God in those times of worship, then we would be being transformed by him so that the rest of our life would be also... Point. It's almost like, you know, it's like both and, you can't have one without the other. Um And I guess it's, yeah, it's really easy to detach the two of them. It's a far bigger issue than I have the knowledge to, do, to discuss really. <laughs>
0: That's been great. Just what you've shared there has just been really significant. I think I've just heard some very profound truth in the midst of what you've just shared there from your heart. Seriously, don't stop on that. Pursue that and live a life like that. But also call that out in your generation. It's not just to your generations, but to all generations. Hey, there's some stuff here that really matters, guys, that we need to really seriously consider. Because it matters. So thanks so much.
1: Absolutely. Thank you so much, Sam, for sharing at least part of your story. But it feels like some very significant parts of your story as
2: well so we really appreciate that thanks for having me and it's been good chat so thanks for bringing it uh, well you've brought most of it thanks <laughs> <laughs> Cheers.
0: oh i love sam that was brilliant a great chat good to spend a bit of time with him absolutely such
1: a good egg it's so fun to just get to see all these people again it's just fun to catch up so i appreciate the chat
0: yeah i loved it i I loved the fact that we talked about deadpool and we talked about (laughs) receiving a profound life altering prophetic word in the middle of soul survivor as a cat i mean it was just brilliant it was lovely lovely just to hear that it's funny how just god kind of uses strange and wonderful ways to talk to us yeah it was lovely to just spend a bit of time with him
1: yeah and him noticing the people around him who have been so influential for him and appreciating that as, as a bit of an older adult rather than necessarily being able to see it as a as a kid but now looking back how how that's shaped him is I think is encouraging to hear as well for everyone right like not necessarily realizing the impact that you can have on people but people then years later um, coming back and being like actually that was really like really profound and really shaped me a lot is is encouraging for us all to hear so yeah it was cool
0: and also just that whole bit about actually how weird that you're at university in edinburgh but you're still in the other side of the country and doing it all online i mean it must be bonkers for those guys it's just crazy so it was just great to get a wee glimpse into what sam's life's like just now do you know yeah yeah definitely hey well um i guess we'll see you next week neil for another exciting episode of stories matter absolutely i'll see you there yeah see you there